This is the show with Cannon Brown. What's up, guys? It's Cannon here. You're listening to the callback episode for Kyle Veggie's interview. I hope you're ready. I hope you're strapped in. Put your seatbelt on if you're driving in the car. Put your headphones in a locked position in your ear if you have headphones in. Um, If you're on a Bluetooth speaker, turn it up because we're about to get wild. I'm I'm not actually going to get wild, but it's going to be fun, guys. I'm actually really excited about this, Um, and I think uh, I've got a good surprise, maybe. We'll see. Maybe at the end of the episode, we'll see if I have a surprise for you. I still don't know yet, but we'll see. Let's talk about Kyle. Well, first, hey. Hope you guys are doing well. Follow me on uh, uh, Instagram at the Show Pod, Facebook, same deal. The Show with Cannon Brown. Subscribe, like, leave a rating on uh, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening. Rate it. Let me know what you think. Shoot me a message. Let's talk. If you think you want to, if you think you should be on the podcast, shoot me a message. Let's like let's get to know each other. Um. All right, now that that's all taken care of, let's talk about Kyle. Young gun, guys. Gosh, the confidence with this man is unmatched. I thought I was confident, guys, but until I talked to Kyle, until like I met Kyle. Uh, when we met going to Texas Tech, it was he's got so much energy, and I was, and I think I have a lot of energy, guys. I mean, I will run around here wild. I don't care what anybody thinks. I don't care what anybody sees. I'm I'm gonna do what I want to do, uh, and I'm gonna do it proudly, and with passion. Cause I don't care what other people think. I'm just like, I'm just living. If you if you don't want to live, just don't live. If you want to judge me, judge me. I don't care, whatever. But this guy, uh, he kind of lives on the edge. He's taken some risks. He's done some things kind of out of his comfort zone, which I love. I love that. I love being out of your comfort zone. I think it's just uh, such a great way to kind of learn new things and get new perspectives. And uh, this, I mean, this being from a guy from Missouri, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but when I think of Missouri, I don't, I, I'm not thinking of uh, just somebody that's going out there and just, um, I don't know how I should put this. I, because I, I, I don't mean to say anything bad about Missouri, but it's just not on my mind at all times. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just don't think about people from Missouri a lot. And I think that's actually, a, I mean, that's probably a problem. Uh, and it probably uh, goes without saying that there's a lot of states in that category that we don't really think about all the time. I mean, it, it sucks, but it's a simple truth. You guys are telling me you think about Missouri all day? I mean, if you don't, if you don't live in Missouri... Tell me once one city in Missouri. I mean Kansas City, but okay. I just I just asked that question to a bunch of um, stock kids that know uh, the Kansas City Royal. Okay, so that really doesn't make any sense. But still, if you don't live in Missouri, you're not really thinking about it. And when Kyle told me intro- uh, he introduced himself and said that he was from Missouri, I was like, oh, Missouri the hell do you do there i mean what what is there to do he said that everybody has like 15 cows you just have cows live life i guess i mean that's i mean that's a good life for some people and that's what kyle did i mean that's what i mean he went through high school pretty country country with a k as we put it 
and uh, raise some galvies. You guys know what a galvie is? If you don't know what a galvie is, look it up. They're pretty, actually, interesting uh, animals, interesting creatures, if you will. Um, I mean, the association was uh, founded right when they were brought over here in 1971. Uh, so, I mean, they they got the ball rolling. When I think of Gelvies, I don't really, I don't, I don't think it's kind of like Missouri. <laughs> oh my gosh, Kyle's not gonna be happy with this, and anybody that he got from Missouri to listen to this isn't gonna be happy. But it's kind, Gelvie is the Missouri of cattle breeds. Am I right? I'm, I'm right. You don't think about Gelvies. Who thinks about Gelvies if you don't own a Gelvie? Thank you. Now you guys know where I was coming from earlier. Okay, I didn't want to talk crap about Missouri. Or Gelvies. I'm just saying they're they're not taking a lot of space in my mind. I'm not using a lot of brain waves to think about the Gelvie industry or the state of Missouri and how they're doing lately. I hope they're doing great, by the way. And I hope the Gelvie breed is doing fantastic. And I think they are. I mean, all cattle breeds are growing right now. Everything's growing, which is awesome. But I thought of something pretty funny when I was like going back through the notes and, and trying to come up with stuff to talk about on this episode. Um, I was thinking about the judging contest, thinking back, uh, in Juco days, uh, when I would run through a judging contest and they, it seemed like they had all cattle breeds to work with when you're, when you're in a judging contest, but for the life of me, I cannot remember a class of Gelvies. I may be wrong. I may be 100% wrong. And, uh, if you guys are going through junior college or have gone or, or senior college and you've seen a Gelvie class, let me know uh, and tell me that I'm wrong. Or tell me that I'm right because I, I mean, I've, I, I've been to a couple contests. I've gone through a couple contests. I, I've not once seen a Gelvie class and I'm just saying it's atrocious, all right? All right, guys, we need to get Gelvies in the contest because they deserve to be there. I, I, I'm not really making a case for Gelvies right now, honestly, guys. I, I could care less. I mean, it doesn't really matter. matter. Cattle's cattle. It, it's going to be what it's going to be. Uh, but I, I still think it would be funny to, like, get a Gelvie class together. I don't, I don't think it happens too often. I'll have to ask Kyle again. Uh, maybe, maybe he's seen some, maybe he's going to put some together. I think that would be the best thing to do. He just needs to put some Gelvies together for all the major contests. I think that'd be a good job for him on top of all the other stuff that he does. He can do that. He's ambitious. He's competitive. We heard him. We heard numerous times that he was competitive and I wasn't even going to bring this up until now. But because I just brought it up, I have to go into it. Because remember, guys, it's unedited. The The competitive drive with this guy... Excuse me really quick. <coughs> the competitive drive with Kyle is insane. And I've got a couple clips here to just kind of try to help you guys remember how competitive this man really is. In my senior year, like, uh, actually our championship game... My ribs were taped up. I had like uh, my right hand, uh, my strong hand on my uh, like on my hockey stick uh, was was taped up because my thumb was practically shattered. Oh my um, gosh, and, dude! And, uh, both of them. I had a floating rib on my right side and a broken rib on my left side, and I played the entire championship game. 
out there just because I was too hard-headed to get off the ice because I'm like, this is my last game I'm going to play, um, you know, and, and I'm not going to miss it. A friend of yours? A competitor. He was good. He was very, very good. So now you guys remember, like, what this guy's mindset is. I mean, we've, we've got a case of him just, like, honestly just forever harming his body to play the sport that he loves, which is, I mean, it, it's it's pretty awesome. I mean, if you're a sports fan, listen to that. I know when I heard it, I was like, yeah, that that's uh, that's badass. But, I mean, if you're... If you're not a sports fan, you're looking or you're hearing that and you're like, dude, get off the get off the ice. Come on, guy. Like go to a hospital, get right before you just permanently injure yourself for life. Which I mean, he talked he even talked about like when he's uh fitting cattle at a show, fitting a couple head, getting up is a little hard. Um, which he can probably attribute to hockey. I mean, I think everybody, I mean I th- I think I'm in good shape until I lay in bed all day and get out of bed and then I can't even like move my back. I'm like what what is happening here? And I didn't play ice hockey for 13 years. I mean, I played sports, I was active, but I shouldn't feel this way, guys. Do you guys feel this way? I'm not going to I'm 22 years old, guys. I'm not going to complain about like being sore stuff and and stuff, but like I'm starting to feel it. Like my neck hurts a lot. My lower back kills me. Okay, like it's it's very scary, and I and I don't really like what's to come of the future. Back to Kyle, very competitive, really just an awesome dude. I want to talk, and this is a rough transition. I'm so sorry. I want to talk about the hair and the moon cycles. You know, back home from a commercial guy was when I started learning about the moon signs and when it's good clipping days and when it's good weaning days and things like that, you know, that shoot, that's just from a commercial guy right down the road that, you know, had no idea that it was a good day to cut the hair off of the cow that day to get her ready for a show. All right. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I don't believe him. Like there's, there's no way like the moon cycles and the astrological signs have a way of interfering with the way that you're clipping hair on cattle. I might be ignorant. I, I I mean, I might be. I've never said that I wasn't. And if you have something to say to counter my argument that it's that Kyle's just feeding me BS, please message me. I would really like to know these signs and uh, the explanation for them because if it's true, it's a game changer. I mean, I don't know about you guys. That's a game changer. I mean, if you guys didn't hear him like, I mean, I just played the clip, but you got to wait for uh, the crescent moon, full moon, half moon to, to clip on heifers for for spring. Sounds a little uh, sounds a little goofy to me. But on I I mean again I'm not a re- I'm not a cattle guy. I never really fit cattle for show. Uh, all I've done is clip bulls, and I mean we're basically just shearing off the shoulder getting the head and then torching the rest. That's that's basically it. But I would like to know more, um, and I would like to have Kyle on to kind of explain it more if he has some more information. I'd, I'd like him to uh, do a little research on it because I think we all need to know. Speaking of Kyle, 
How about that Snapchat? It's all lowercase. I made this when I was a freshman in <laughs> high school, and anybody that's been past freshman high school and you look back, you're like, why did I do the things I did? Mm-hmm. This is one of those things, but it's like, it's all lowercase, all one word. It's Ninja Turtles with the number one behind it. And I'm like, ugh. If that isn't the worst Snapchat username you've ever heard, you're, you've got some weird friends, guys. Ninja Turtles 1, all lowercase. Guys, when he was, he made that when he was a freshman in high school. That was like 2010, 2011, I know, because that was my year that I was in fre- a freshman in high school. Ninja Turtles, Ninja Turtles, they weren't cool. I, I don't know where he got this idea to make Ninja Turtles 1. I'm sorry, Kyle, if you're listening and you're a big Ninja Turtles fan. Maybe you still are. Are you a closet Ninja Turtles fan? If you are, please tell me. I'll stop making fun of you. No, I won't. Because that's weird. Ninja Turtles 1, come on. If you're a Ninja Turtles fan out there, cool. Be be a fan. But I bet you're a little older. Because, I mean, other than like the new Ninja Turtles movies, well, I guess they did come out at around like 2010. And Megan Fox was in them. All right. All right, Kyle. I, I get it. I got you, man. Okay, thinking back to the movie, I'm like, okay, yeah, Ninja Turtles were... They were all right. Um, but then Megan Fox, though, like... Let's just talk about Megan Fox for a little bit. Transformers? All right, we don't have to talk about her. It's incredible. Kyle went into junior college a little green, as he would say. Man, when I say I went into JUCO judging green... I went in green, like, didn't know how to get a set of reasons. I honestly like that he kind of took a chance like that and just went in without a lot of experience and reasons. He just kind of went in to, with an open mind to be coached, and I think there's a lot of coaches out there if if there are any coaches listening. Um, I know my coach at Casper, Jeremy Burkett, uh, and Jason Johnson, they always wanted – they always kind of preferred a kid that, that hadn't been coached real hard before because that means they're just going to be coachable to their style. And, and, I, and I bet – that's what kind of Ryan Page, the coach at Fort Scott, saw in Kyle. was a kid that he could kind of mold into his own uh, ideals and, and the way that he says reasons. And I think Kyle got a lot out of it. It's almost better to go in with an open mind, a clear slate, if you will. I think a clear slate can, can honestly, honestly do you pretty well. And they had a fantastic team. I mean, all those guys that we mentioned, I remember Callahan Grunt, Callahan, if you're listening, shout out. Uh, you, he would always wear that green blazer. He would always wear a green blazer, and I hated that blazer. Oh gosh, I hated that blazer because if I when I saw that blazer at a contest, I knew I was I, I knew it was gonna be good. And he was at every contest that I was at. But like, if if Callahan was wearing the green blazer, you knew it was on. Look back to the pictures. I'm pretty sure every contest he won, he was wearing that green blazer. I'm just saying. And 98% of the people listening don't know what I'm talking about with the blazer, but I should probably stop. It it, it was a magical blazer. Everybody has their outfits that they, they have on uh, for judging contest or, or a lucky show shirt. This was his. He had a blazer, and it was it was deadly. You guys all have it. You all have that outfit that when you wear it, you're kicking some butt that day, and no one can stop you. And that's what Callahan had. We're not talking about Callahan Grun. We're talking about Kyle Vagie. He had a great time at Fort Scott and ended up getting uh, to go to Texas Tech University in Lubbock, Texas. And unfortunately, that's where we met. 
No, I'm just kidding. Honestly, Kyle and uh, Ben Weiss there, they were probably like, and Cam Anderson, uh, shout out all those three. They were like my my first friends in tech in Lubbock. And I was really happy to hang out with them. I mean, Kyle and Ben, we hung out at least two times a week, whether it was at their house or uh, at the sports bar down the road, Cujo's. Shout out Cujo's. That's a that's a great place. Um, I don't know. I It sounded like he had a great time, guys. And that's, I mean, I, I'm not going to say anything about tech. Like, I, I didn't spend a lot of time there. Uh, it just wasn't for me. But I have a lot of friends that have gone there and had an incredible time. And it, I mean, the campus is gorgeous. It's incredible. I mean, it's the largest land-grant university size-wise. Uh, the campus is huge. If you go to Tech, you're going to get a workout. Uh, because, I mean, one of your classes could be 20 minutes on the other side of campus. Good thing they have the bus system. But the buses are always late. I mean, you can't, you can't even depend on public transportation anymore. It's not like I use it a lot. I don't think a lot of people use public transportation a lot, but I don't know. It's getting sloppy. Uh, I'm not. I'm not a big fan of it. But one thing that I thought uh, was awesome that Kyle talked about when we were talking about him judging at Tech was just kind of going into a contest with an open mind. So, Coach Tom, you know, in this about judging is just it's crazy to think about and. When you're judging, you're like, oh, it's not that easy. It's not that easy. And you're like, when, you, when you're done judging, it really is that easy. My dad's like, Kyle, judging's easy. There's always a first. There's always a second. There's always a third. And there's always a fourth. Just put them in the order. Sometimes you, you just got to take it easy. You just got to take a step back and realize it's just a contest. I mean, if you don't do absolutely fantastic that day, it's not the end of the world. And I'm guilty of having that mindset I mean I went into every contest doubting myself uh and and I look back on it now I mean I suffered I mean I I wasn't the worst but I wasn't the best I thought I could have done better uh if I wasn't so in my head and uh, I I just think that Kyle brings up a good point I mean he 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 says go in there with an open mind don't take a lot of time on the class get your first impressions and and get out sing a song to yourself for a little bit and get out because if you just if you overanalyze most of the time, it is not going to go well. But we, we kind of got on to Kyle's competitive drive when we were talking about judging. And, and we, are, we already kind of talked about it earlier uh, uh, in this episode. But I wanted to talk about it uh, just pertaining to his hockey career. Uh, because if you guys don't remember, I mean, he was, he was practicing at the same facilities that Mizzou practiced at. And their practice said practices ended at like ten thirty at night. He had practice till twelve o'clock at night, and then had to drive forty five minutes home, feed cattle, get up in the morning, feed cattle, go to school. I know there's a lot of student athletes out there, but most of them don't have to do that. It's just kind of after school, you go play, uh, go practice, go home, do your homework, go to bed, wake up for school in the morning. I mean, it's hard. You take care of your livestock in between. I mean, it's hard. It's tough. Um, but imagine doing it in the middle of the night. Imagine the passion and the, and the drive that you have to have to keep it up. To keep going to that hockey practice every single week. To keep raising cattle. To keep just loving both of these uh, both of these activities. It's hard to do, and I commend him for it. 
I don't know if I could have done it. I mean, I've told you guys before, but I, I played sports and I just, I, I chose livestock. I, I was like, you know what? I, I don't want to play sports as much as I want to show and, and judge livestock and raise livestock. So I, I, I made my choice. And in the end, Kyle had to make his and he chose livestock as well. Also, he had gotten seven concussions. If you guys didn't hear that, seven concussions. You heard that clip earlier where he went into his championship game all beat up. Gosh dang. It's just rough. I mean, the the amount of like sheer pain that he would have had to have been in while he was playing, atrocious. Just absolutely awful. After Tech, Kyle goes to goes to work. He goes he goes to work for a dairy company outside of New Mexico and he talks about there being an awesome uh, kind of financial backing. They're going to buy him a truck. They're going to pay him a good salary. They're going to pay for his phone. They're going to put him up. And then he doesn't even like it. I, and it goes to show, I mean, it's been beaten down your throats all the time. But, like, you got you to gotta love what you do. I'm not going to talk a lot about this because everyone's heard it. But, like, it makes sense. I mean, he didn't like what he was doing. It was a desk job. Kyle needs to be outside. I don't know about you guys. I like to be outside. I like to be kind of roaming around free. Playing with dogs. I love dogs. Give me a good doggo and a ball. Give me a park. I'll go crazy in that sucker. I mean, I'll go wilder than the dog that I'm playing with. I don't care. Give me 10 doggos. Watch out. I'm going to go nuts. God, I want a dog so bad. Why does my apartment complex let me have a dog? Honestly, I'd get a cat. Don't judge me. I'm not a cat guy, but like, gosh, I want a pet. And my apartment complex won't let me have one. I thought this was America. But Kyle gets that job out of college. Doesn't like it. And just by some chance, uh, his name kind of gets gets thrown into the loop. I had this Chicago number. Keep calling. And I was like, what in the world? So I actually declined the, the number. Like, quit. I, I would ignore the call for like two months. <laughs> and, and I finally answered it one day. I'm like, who in the hell is this? And uh, it was Frank. And we started talking. I instantly, shoot, I think that first conversation we talked for like an hour and 20 minutes on the phone, just about random things about the cattle industry. And then he talked me into it uh, to fly up here. And if you guys don't remember, that was a quick transition from him switching. So he put his two weeks into that job in New Mexico. His last day, three days after his last day, after the two weeks, he was up in, uh, up at his new job, working, working hard. And he, I mean, he's been... He's been handed something that a lot of people don't get handed ever. I mean, that guy just kind of took him to the place, said, here, build it. Build your fence, put in your waters, build some barns, buy the cattle, raise the cattle, sell the cattle. I mean, <laughs> he's getting it handed to him, and he's got, he sounds like he's got a lot of help. And it just goes to show, and we talked about it in the interview, but and it goes back to Sam Burmeister's episode. Sam was a He's a poet. He's a philosopher. You just got to do it. Just Nike symbol. Do it. Nike court. Do it. Think of that Shia LaBeouf uh, gif or that video. If you guys don't know what I'm talking about, look up Shia LaBeouf. Do it. And if you ever need some motivation, look up that video because it'll get you going. Do it. Just do it. 
he's made a change there too. I mean, he he's he's made a lot of changes. I think he said there was 42 cows there when he started, and now he's got like around 320. He said they've got like a thousand mama cows altogether in Montana too. That's a lot. I mean, he's making some changes quick. He's the uh, he's the um, what is it? The cattle manager, ranch manager at Brumfield Angus Farms. I mean, that's that's a job right there. There's an old guy, and and Frank told me about it. You know, he called Frank one day and's like, "You you hired a kid to do a man's job." You know, I don't think it's going to work out. And Frank's like, I think you're wrong. And when he told me about that, it like lit a fire underneath of me. And I'm going to tell you right now, this is, like I said, I'm, I'm not a cocky person. Uh, you know, I, I understand humility and I, I try to practice it as much as I can. Um, but I was like, yeah, he's going to want my sale results in a year. I wanted to leave it kind of with that, that little quote right there because – I think that I think that says a lot about him. Honestly, I I mean, he's he's working hard and he's trying to be the best that he can be, and and nothing's gonna stop him. And I think that's all. That's how we all should go through our lives. Not, don't let anybody tell you you can't do anything. And if they do, you just gotta prove them wrong. I mean, uh, prove me wrong. That's how it's gotta be. And it, it just seems like everybody that I talk to that's kind of my age or a little older, a little younger, they all have this mentality. And people better watch out because we've, we've got a good mentality in my age group. Everybody in this industry has a great mentality. But we've been knocked down so much and said that we can't do this and, and we can't do that and we're not hard workers. I think when we come into our own, we're going we're gonna to show everyone else who can't do something because we're going to do it and we're going to do it better than anybody's done it before. I certainly believe that. So yeah, that's all I got for you guys this week. hope you guys liked it. I actually had fun with this one. Um, I think Kyle was a great guest. I think uh, you guys are really enjoying these episodes. I hope so. I see the downloads going up weekly. Don't forget to like and subscribe uh, the show pod on Instagram, Facebook, I told you guys I'm gonna get a Twitter soon. I, I will get a Twitter soon. I promise. I I've, I I need a good tweet to open it up. Honestly, if I'm if I'm being completely honest with you, I don't want to just open Twitter and then not post anything. I want to actually have content to push out to you guys. And I've got I've got some good ideas. I've got some really good ideas for some content for you guys on social media. I need to be more active, and I will be more active for you guys. I like having the videos of me doing the interviews. I need to get some more in-person interviews because I think those are awesome uh, and I love the videos that come from them. if you haven't seen any of those uh, check out my Instagram I posted some uh, with the Garrett Fish interview or with a callback for Dean Fish with his son check that out and yeah that's all I got for you guys so I, I will talk to you guys on Thursday or whenever you guys are going to hear me Whenever you guys listen, again, I, I don't I don't have a clue when you guys listen. It's usually like Thursday or Friday. That's that's kind of the peak. Um, but you guys can listen whenever you want. All right, guys. I'll talk to you next week, and I love you. Bye. The one thing that I'll, I'll leave this with is, you know, Matthew McConaughey once said it in a, one of my favorite movies, you know, just keep living, man. L-I-V-I-N, just keep living. <laughs>